Coming up on Studios America, Matt Kibbe is going to be here to talk about the left's new tactic to take our country down. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are in cancel culture hot water. We'll talk about that. Hunter Biden has been indicted by a special counsel on gun charges. I'll tell you the latest. We'll get to all of it in 60 seconds. But first, let me tell you about factor meal delivery. With all the fall season going on, and it's in swing already, kind of. I mean, unless you're in Texas, it's still pretty warm in Texas, but it cooled down a little bit today. If you're looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days, Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with the chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, you'll stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. If the ha- Look, it's true, you can be healthy with Factor meals. They also just taste freaking good. I know this from personal experience, so whether you're being healthy or not, you're going to like this stuff. Plus, they're quick and easy and awesome. If you're too busy to cook, uh, if you're too busy to chop everything, if you're too busy to go to the grocery store, if you're too busy to do meal prep, of course you are. You're a human being, so of course you are. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are ready in just two minutes. All you have to do is heat and enjoy and then get back to crushing your goals. I love these things. I have them all the time. They're freaking really, really delicious and tasty and so easy. You're going to love them. They're ready in just two minutes. No prep, no cleanup, no mess. Head to factormeals.com America50. Use the code America50 and get 50% off. The code is America50 at factormeals.com America50. Get 50% off now. Now, factormeals.com slash America50. Stu does America. Ah, Hunter tried so hard. He almost got out of all of this. Remember, he had that chance. All he had to do was get that little plea deal across the finish line, and he couldn't quite get there. So sad for Hunter, who's done absolutely nothing wrong. We know that because Joe Biden told it told us that a hundred thousand times. He had done absolutely nothing wrong, nothing illegal, nothing wrong. Well, now he's been indicted. Uh, now they say with Trump that means you're automatically guilty. That's not what it actually means. But Hunter Biden has been indicted on the gun charges. I think they had to like the end of the month. And if they didn't charge him by the end of the month, the charges would lapse. So they had to go ahead with this. They finally did. President Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, has been indicted by special counsel David Weiss in connection with a gun he purchased in 2018. The charges include making false statements on a federal firearms form and possession of a firearm as a prohibited person. Here's what the indictment looks like. I got it right here in front of me. Uh, You can take a closer look here. Uh, It is, you know, it's got some redacted parts. It's not particularly long. And it certainly is not everything that Hunter Biden has done wrong. Uh, There's plenty of stuff, unfortunately, caught on video that is as bad or worse than this. One of the uh, delicious parts of this particular situation with Hunter Biden is really the only way he can argue against it is to go in court and promote the evil right wing courts version of the Second Amendment. He has to go in there and talk about the most recent gun uh, case that went through the Supreme Court that the left, of course, opposes maniacally, but they have to argue that that would prohibit him from being charged here because the whole thing was unconstitutional, which is really funny. And uh, honestly, uh, it's going to be a heck of an entertaining time. And there's so much more to come with Hunter and with uh, his dad, who is in the middle of an impeachment inquiry. Now, Look, uh, the, the gun charge lying on a federal form, 
you want to make sure you're doing these things right. I think any responsible gun owner goes through the any of these processes with real fear. I know I have. Every time I purchase a gun or I go through this process, I'm scared that they're going to try to get me on some weird technicality. you got to be very, very careful. It may not be the most serious crime Hunter has been charged with, but it is a crime and it is a felony and it could be serious. He could get up to 10 years in prison for it. I don't think that's really possible, but he could get a couple of years. Uh, certainly, if this happens to go all the way through, we'll keep following it. Now, you should get more than a couple of years if you rape someone. That's just something that's true. And this situation with uh, Danny Masterson, he's an actor who was on that 70s show back in the day. Um, he was supposed to get 30 years in prison for his rape of, I think it was, it was charged with three women. Um, and uh, there's a lot that went on in the Scientology world that went along with that. And I think he was actually convicted of only two, but still a very long prison sentence is coming. And we didn't really talk about the story all that much. From what I know, I didn't follow the day-to-day -day of the trial. From what I know of the trial, it seems like uh, it was pretty bad, and it seems like he did do it. Uh, I don't know for sure, though. Honestly, if you follow the trial, you may have a different opinion on that. I didn't follow it all that closely. What I have followed, though, is sort of some of the aftermath. And the aftermath is always there, right? We can't just have a story where the person who's responsible for a crime is uh, responsible for the crime. We have to find some larger meaning, someone else to go after, someone else to beat up. And I guess our target here today is going to be Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, why? They wrote support letters for Danny Masterson at the rape sen sentencing. And we have the letters here. They've been released now. I don't think that was really the intention. Eventually it came out from, uh, from a couple of legal reporters, put it out there. And they said, basically, I'll give you some highlights. Ashton Kutcher, he introduces himself. He says, Danny Masterson, who he was on that 70s show with, was a friend, has been nothing but a positive influence. He's been honest in, a, uh, in over a 25-year relationship. I don't ever remember him lying to me. He's been direct. His, he's taken relationships head on. It's a very complimentary letter. As he was a role model. He has consistently been an excellent role model. I attribute not following into the typical Hollywood life of drugs directly to Danny. Anytime we were to meet someone or interact with someone who was on drugs or did drugs, he made clear that it wouldn't be a good person to be friends with. Blah, blah, blah. He's a good father. Uh, he was a huge advocate for firefighters after 9-11. Uh, he, he says, while I'm aware the judgment has been cast as guilty on two counts of rape by force, and as the victims have a great desire for justice. I hope that my testament to his character is taken into consideration in sentencing. I do not believe he is an ongoing harm to society, and having his daughter raised without a present father would be a tertiary injustice in and of itself. Thank you for taking time to read this. That's from Ashton Kutcher. Now, Mila Kunis, uh, also on that 70s show with uh, Masterson, wrote this letter. She said, I'm writing on the character on behalf of my dear friend, Danny Masterson, who have been the privilege of sharing a significant part of my life. My name is Mila Kunis. I am an actress, blah, blah, blah. I first met Danny during our time during that 70s show, and from the very beginning, I could in sense his innate goodness and genuine nature. Throughout our time together, Danny has proven to be an amazing friend, confidant, and above all, an outstanding older brother figure to me. Goes on and on to praise him for a very long time and says, 
says uh, he has warmth and humor, a positive outlook. Of course, talked about his kids and what he prioritizes when it comes to family and education and happiness above all else. In conclusion, I wholeheartedly vouch for Danny Masterson's exceptional character and the tremendous positive influence he has had on me and the people around him. His dedication to leading a drug-free life and the genuine care he extends to others make him an outstanding role model and friend. Please feel to reach out if you need any further information. Uh, Mila Kunis. Now, I will say, first of all, doesn't it seem like they've never met anyone who didn't do drugs? They're like amazed that this one guy didn't do drugs. It's like, yeah, it's incredible. And I guess in Hollywood, it probably is pretty amazing to meet someone uh, who said that. Now, look, the guy is guilty of rape and two counts of forcible rape. It's I can understand people feeling squeamish when they read these overly praising letters on his behalf and on the behalf of his character. Uh, of course, people really lost their mind. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis addressed the backlash to Danny Masterson letters. We support victims. Let me show you a clip. Now, this is just like typical 2023, right, where you have to. Uh, someone said some bad things about you. Some celebrities called you out. And so you got to release a video justifying your friendship with this uh, person who seems like a terrible criminal. Uh, and so they had to address it again on social media. Here's what that looked like. We are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson. We support victims. We have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so in the future. A couple months ago, Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us to write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years so that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing. The letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling. They were intended for the judge to read um, and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. And we're sorry if that has taken place. Our heart goes out to every single person who's ever been a victim of sexual assault, sexual abuse, or rape. <laughs> what a weird freaking world we live in. Imagine it. I don't even know what to say about that video. I mean, there's two. First of all, they're both actors and they can make these lines sound very compelling. I'm sure they really are. Uh, you know, they feel bad for victims. I, like they have to justify that they feel bad for rape victims. Do we really are we really questioning whether they think women who've been assaulted uh, that they feel bad for them? I mean, I. I don't even know what this is. Of course, a lot of this comes from dopey celebrities jumping on this bandwagon and, and criticizing them. Uh, Kathy Griffin, who's among, I mean, look, we've produced a lot of dumb and awful celebrities, but Kathy Griffin really is among the worst. She denounced Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis for the support of Danny Masterson. Uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis seemingly shaded by actress Christina Ricci for Danny Masterson's support. I'll, I'll point out that not only is that a headline, it's a Fox News headline. This isn't from, like, people. But it's a Fox News headline, and she said this. She said, so sometimes people we have loved and admired do horrible things. They might not do these things to us, and we only know who they were to us. But that doesn't mean they didn't do horrible things and discredit uh, the abused as is a crime. We, people we know as awesome guys can be predators and abusers. It's tough to accept, but we have to. If we say we support victims, women, children, men, boys, then we must be able to take this stance. Unfortunately, I've known lots of awesome guys who were lovely to me 
who have been proven to be abusers privately. I've also had personal experience with this. Believe victims, it's not easy to come forward. It's not easy to get a conviction. Look, most of that I agree with, right? I mean, of course, horrible criminals all the time are nice to certain individuals in their life. And you can be fooled by this, right? How many mass murderers do you go to? They go to the house next door and they're like, I don't know, the guy seemed nice. I was playing badminton with him next week. Uh, he was, I didn't know he was a serial killer and wiped out 45 school children. This is sort of normal. Like people do act that way uh, to you. But this is also part of the process. And I'm curious as to why Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher are the ones getting all of the beating here for these letters. Because there's more to it than that. In fact, there, yes, there were letters from uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher and others, though, on behalf of Danny Mashton to Judge Alamedo. It's a, first of all, it's important to understand these letters were not designed to get him out of jail or out of prison. This is part of our legal process. And I don't know that I think it's a great part of our legal process, but it is how our system operates as they were acknowledged when these letters were released. It's perhaps important to keep in mind these letters, these letter writers were probably aware that Judge Alameda could really only choose between 15 to life and 30 to life. They knew he were not tr- uh, they were not trying to convince her to let Danny walk out of prison. Now, I will say it wasn't just Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher who wrote these letters. The dude's got a lot of character letters. I printed them all out here. I mean, there's a lot of them. That's just one stack. Then we got this whole other stack. I mean, there is a ton of letters for this guy. And he apparently uh, was a positive influence to lots of other people in his life. Does that mean he doesn't go to jail for rape? Nope. He should go to jail, in my mind, because of the crime for as long as possible. That's kind of how I see things. But tons of other letters were released, uh, some from very prominent people, uh, lots of Hollywood types. Uh, there was more letters and, uh, to be released as well. And, you know, why don't any of these people get any blame? Why is it just Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher? Is it because they're very photogenic? Uh, I don't, I, what's the point here? C- Christopher Masterson. Okay, you might expect that. That's his brother, so he's got to write one. Alana Masterson, another actress. Uh, again, related. So, okay, maybe you say, sure, of course, she's going to write one. How about Bijou Phillips? Well, they're married. So, yes, of course, she's going to write a letter saying, hey, please, we need him home with, with our kids. Uh, but William Baldwin, another famous actor, is, is he okay to write this letter? Now, he's sort of in the family. He's married, uh, I guess, their brother-in-law, I guess, from uh, Danny Masterson. So maybe. Uh, how about uh, Deborah Jo Rupp, another actress, uh, was on, I think, one of the That 70s Show or whatever. Uh, Kurt Wood Smith was also on the show with him. He wrote a letter, too. Does he get any blame? Uh, Eric Balfour, another actor, he wrote a letter. Is, is it okay for him? Jonathan Tucker, he's an actor. He, he wrote one. Is it okay for him? Uh, Ethan Supley, uh, he's another actor, I, I guess. Frankly, I don't really know half of these people. But uh, I do know Giovanni Ribisi, who's a really famous dude. And, and Sneaky Pete was awesome. I love that show. Uh, he was on it. Uh, I think it was an Amazon Prime show. But it was a good show. Uh, do we, is, does he get besmirched as well? Do we run him through uh, this? Why is he totally clear on this? I, I don't really know. Doesn't seem to be equal justice. How about uh, Stephen Mona? Do we do we get rid of him too? He's he's not an actor. He was a former New York Police Department lieutenant and a 9/11 first responder. He wrote one of these letters too. Do we trash him? Do we destroy his reputation too? I'm a little confused at what the rules are here. Is it just because Ashton and Mila get you lots of clicks? Is that the way this works? 
Here's the thing. What happened here is part of our system of justice. It's exactly how it's designed. This is supposed to be how it works. He commits crimes. He gets charged with them. He gets convicted of them. And then there is a process. And you've seen this process a million times because uh, this is it's usually the other side you witness. But that after the verdict comes down, you get people arguing on the behalf of the person who is charged and on the opposite. People who say, you've ruined my life. How many times have you seen victims step up? Like the guy who was the, uh, the um, gymnastics instructor uh, doctor up in, um, in Michigan. Um, he went up there and all the victims were paraded in front of him. And they all said how he destroyed their life and what a terrible person he was. And, how, and that was to influence the sentencing, because the law gives a range of years as a punishment. So they came out and they said, look, what we know of the guy is not uh, these terrible things. We think you should put it on the lighter side of the range, 15 years or 30 years or life. Where should this be? They're arguing for the lighter side at the request of the family of the person going to prison. I mean, like, we can all sit here and be critical of this, but, like, at the end of the day, if you're close to someone, their family begs you to, to give a nice letter of what you know, not to excuse what he's done, but to help influence the process to potentially let this guy out of prison to be with his daughter a little earlier. I got to say, like, that's it's part of the system, and probably a lot of people who are critical of this whole thing and are trashing these two people honestly probably write the letter, too. I mean, you can see tons of people did write them. They didn't, even, they didn't attempt to say he was innocent of this. They just said, hey, like, let's go a little bit on the lighter side of the sentencing. This is why they send the victims to go in front of the judge as well, to say, hey, put it on the harsher side of the penalty. His, his, his uh, crimes influenced all of us that much. You know, if you don't like that system, I'm fine with changing it and coming up with kind of just direct guidelines for these crimes. I'm kind of OK with that. I don't necessarily like this end of it. But if you like this, if you don't like this end of it, change the law and honestly change the law, but change it in order of priority. I mean, we live in a country that punishes the average child molester for three years. And we're going to complain about a couple of celebrities writing notes for their friend. It might not be the best thing in the world, but man, there are bigger problems out there than Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, especially considering they're running an organization designed to stop child trafficking and sex trafficking. They've been very active in this arena, and it's important that, yes, you know, you know that. That's part of the reason why they're getting some criticism, because they're saying, oh, well, these people, I thought, Ashton, I thought you cared about sex traffic victims. I think he does, and I think his actions have shown that over a long period of time, but we have to turn them into the enemy of the day for whatever reason, because we're bored. This guy's going to prison, so now we have to find a new bunch of people tied to the story to ruin their lives, too. And look, their lives are pretty, I mean, he's married to Mila Kunis. His life is going to be probably pretty great for the rest of it, but still, it's a little ridiculous to come out here and act as if this is the, the biggest thing in the world. It's sort of a weird branch of cancel culture, and I don't think it's the right thing to do. You have to stick to groupthink, or you're going to be ostracized, and we're going to try to ruin your lives or career. Look, a little criticism online is one thing. If that's all this is, that's all this is. But keep in mind, neither Ashton or Mila raped anybody. They didn't do this. They're not guilty. They are not the problem here. Rapists are the problem. Not sending child molesters to prison for longer than three years, that's a big problem. 
Some letters written by celebrities on behalf of their celebrity friends should not be the thing dominating our, our, our culture or our news, frankly. I mean, let's be honest about it. The guy's going to jail. I hope it's the maximum side. I would not be swayed at all by the fact that he told you not to do drugs. But at the end of the day, there's no reason to expand this to people who didn't commit a crime. Let's focus the punishment on the people who are guilty. Ah, yes, in my hands I hold my latest box of awesome from Bespoke Post. Yes, I get them in the mail every month, and they are awesome. Now, if you want to get a box of awesome, you can go take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. And uh, it should be, it's actually not that hard to open. Why am I not finding the right side of this? Where is this? Um, If you go to boxofawesome.com, you're going to love it because, oh, I can't wait. Got it open. All right, so you go inside, you go to boxofawesome.com, you take this quiz, and they will help you. I don't know why I ruined the box. Uh, if you go, uh, you can help, they'll help you. Uh, you take a quiz, and basically they'll give you a category of what you like. Like, I know I'm signed up for a couple different things. Um, travel is one of them. I love the travel box. They send you awesome bags or whatever. This one is uh, maybe first some entertaining. For example, you've got uh, uh, the Everest Awesome uh, glasses. These are the uh, like whiskey glasses. I mean, these are really nice glasses. Look at that. We have the nice little teardrop inside. You're entertaining. This is a great glass to get. Now, would you go out and know where to buy that? Not necessarily. Uh, but uh, you've got a cool little book here. Uh, Ten minute crosswords. Nice little thing to entertain on a plane or something. Very nice uh, leather coasters that come along with it as well. Uh, here are. Oh, this is nice. Uh, amber and oak moss reed diffuser. Oh, nice. Take a little moment here. Oh, yeah, that's nice. That's nice. They got the little reeds in here. I mean, look, this stuff's all really cool. I wouldn't know where to get it if it wasn't for Bespoke Post. I wouldn't know how to save 20% off my first monthly box if it wasn't for Bespoke Post. You just got to go to boxofawesome.com and enter the code STEW at checkout. Boxofawesome.com. The code is STEW for 20% off. It's great stuff. You're really going to enjoy this. And you can tell by this, it's a great gift as well. Boxofawesome.com. Code is STEW. I am joined now by Matt Kibbe, president of Free the People and host of Kibbe on Liberty right here on Blaze TV. Don't want to miss that. Matt, how's it going, man? It's good to be back. Yeah, good to see you. Yeah. Uh, kind of crazy times, as usual. Uh, we're apparently going back into lockdown. Maybe any time mask mandates might be coming back. <laughs> I, I feel like I've been doing this show. You know, this show started like three weeks before the pandemic. Yeah. And I feel like the entire time I've been doing this show, we've been talking about masks and vaccines and, and lockdowns. Please make it stop. Even I didn't think it would go on this long, but the the problem is they found the secret sauce to just open this Pandora's box of tyranny. Um, The lockdowns and the emergency orders have just just created, it's like like crack for politicians now. So they want it to come back. They want to keep people scared. I don't think they're going to get away with it this time because mm-hmm. I, th- I think a lot of people that, that took them at their word last time, this is for your, uh, this is for public health and it's only going to be a short time thing. Um, now I think a lot more people are onto it. So I, I see a lot of uh, people saying um, mask again, hell no, that's not going to happen. And not, not, not crazy wing nuts like us saying it. It's <laughs> right, like, <yeah>. like <laughs> normies are saying it. Right, I know, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, because I'm kind of of that same opinion. I 
don't think that stuff's coming back in a major way. Like, you know, will Berkeley do it? Will, you know, maybe Gavin Newsom try some of this stuff again? I feel like it's not going to happen again, not because they don't want it to happen, but because we won, right? Yeah. Like, we, you know, uh, but people looked at this and they said, we'll trust you at the beginning. I think, you know, the average person was like, you know what, this is really scary and we'll go along with this stuff. We're terrified. And over time, they've realized that, you know, look, that was the wrong way to go, and we're not putting up with it again. Yeah. But uh, the, the, the problem is they've, they've blown their credibility, and I actually worry about the lack of credibility in, in the science, not the big T, big S science. But, yeah. but science itself and, and medical advice and, and really trusting people that know, supposedly know things that you don't know. Um, they've kind of thrown the baby out with the bathwater. So the next yeah. time there is one of these claims about a pandemic, um, no one's going to believe anybody. And that, that's a potential problem. Um, but we should be skeptical. And I've, I've, I've learned kind of the hard way, and I'm, I'm a cynic of big government from even before it was cool, mm -hmm. but I've learned the hard way just how corrupt and just how self-serving and just how dysfunctional all of these these alphabet agencies are that say they're they're here to help you. Yeah, you're a government skeptic like OG. Yeah, like you were there. Um, I was on uh, News and Why It Matters with Sarah Gonzalez the other day. We were talking we were talking about some you know uh, one of these COVID type issues that seem to be rearing their ugly heads again, and they played a clip of Fauci from the early days of the um, debate on whether this was uh, you know natural origins or whether this was lab leak. And he went through and, and was totally dismissive of the lab leak theory. Says, I've got this paper. Every scientist is on board. I don't have the paper with me. Let me I'll get it to you, though. This is, and I, and it was, it's so striking to watch it because this is exactly what you need of a public health expert, a person who will tell you when things are uncertain. Yeah. You know, he was right in that sweet spot for, for the average person who, unless you come to it from an ideological perspective, which I did and I know you did, whether it's true or not, I think people's liberty trumps whatever claims these are but like he, i don't know how to do this type of ge, you know genomic sequencing that's not i don't know i have right. no i don't no choice but to trust these scientists and maybe choose from differing opinions but that's all i can do i don't know how to do that stuff and when they manipulate that and they use that against you that that extra knowledge they're supposed to have against you to hurt your rights your freedoms they burn bridges with people. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, you, I like you had to become an amateur epidemiologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I realized very early on that he was not mm -hmm. a scientist. He was a bureaucrat, and it turns out he was a bureaucrat with so much culpability to cover for. Like just in the last couple of days, we've seen some. There's they're slowly redacting some of these FOIA'd emails that Fauci yeah. sent, and he absolutely originally suspected that it was a lab leak and there was pretty much a consensus behind the scenes. He went out of his way to tamp that down. And I, th I think there's a, a smoking gun. There's, there should be a better metaphor than that. There's yeah. something going on about the cover-up itself. And, and we have to get to the bottom of what exactly are they covering up? Because I actually think it's worse than anything we've imagined so far. I think um, not, not that they purposefully leaked it to, to cause a pandemic, but that they're doing these mad science experiments in the name of, of biosecurity. And this one slipped out, but how many more projects are going on yeah. 
That's why they covered it up, because they're, they're culpable to something much bigger. It's scary, because, you know, I, we were, I was talking to someone the other day, and he said, you know, I mean, I can't believe they were doing this gain-of-function research. That gain-of-function research is illegal. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's still legal today. Right? We were not, supposedly, we're not funding it through the government, which I don't even know if I believe that part of it. But yeah, I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah, it's still out there. It's still happening. And, you know, you might even trust American scientists to at least be careful. You see what, what goes on with China. And at the same time, I watch this and I think, you know, I don't want to be the anti-medicine party. Like, I, I feel like people are so skeptical now. When good things happen from a pharmaceutical company, it's just immediately dismissed. Right. People are, are so against everything that's coming out now. I don't know. how. Like, I, I feel like we're at a real crossroads here. That's the other thing that I, that I learned the hard way. And again, someone that would be always skeptical of, of the collusion of big government and big business, you realize that the, the medical research process itself has been fundamentally corrupted by government. And, mm. and you know, the, the government has, is, has an ownership stake in these mRNA vaccines that, that and when you start to peel the onion away, you discover they're involved in everything. Yeah. And that means that their priorities are where science goes and all the priorities that, that are, are contrary to that not only get dismissed, but those guys get destroyed in the process of, of pursuing funding and, and advancing in your academic careers. Um, so, so the whole system's like rotten to the core. Yeah, it really, it's scary. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, to, to And your, we sort of need, like we yeah. need medical innovation, don't we? We, we do. I, it's, I think it's one of the great accomplishments of capitalism, yeah. right? Like, I mean, I think the, there's so many amazing things that have come out of this world that have extended our lives and have made, you know, are curing diseases in the third world and doing all these amazing things for people. And like, I think everyone now kind of because of the way they've acted over the past three years looks at everybody in this field as an enemy, uh, yeah. especially from the right side of, of things. And, and and maybe the left is the exact opposite and look at them as saints and like, they're not neither. I, I don't know. It's so bizarre to think of. I mean, I, I've been around too long to, to, to see the left wholeheartedly embrace pharmaceutical companies blows my mind. Yeah. How did this happen? It's it's a mystery to me. And, I, and, and as a as a libertarian, I was disappointed in some of my fellow libertarians who had this almost undying faith in the scientific process and, and innovation and the ability of of people to come up with beautiful new solutions to to health and every other problem. And they forgot that this wasn't the scientific process that we think about. It's not this open-ended process yeah. where scientists, just like everybody else, are just people. Mm -hmm. And people make mistakes, and they get challenged by their colleagues. And through that process, you get, you get to something um, interesting and innovative. Um, they didn't see what was so obvious, that the government had created, at best, a cartel and probably a monopoly of truth which is where you yeah. get the science and then it becomes a, mm -hmm. a faith, not, a, not, a, not, a, not a, a reasonable thing. Let me go back to your original point, which was really more about the, the overall usage of, these, of, of a crisis, of, of a big problem that we're all supposed to you know, be dealing with. And it's turned into this way to do whatever you want in government. I mean, I think, you know, I look back at just the last few months, you know, the, uh, the uh, Biden with the, um, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the, I'm sorry, the, I'm, I'm losing it now. The, he had two of them, the, uh, oh God, what am I thinking of? Oh God, I'm, I've totally lost it. 
Oh, God, it's going to kill me. I, uh, the uh, eviction moratorium. That's what I wanted to say. Yes. Eviction moratorium. The eviction moratorium uh, in, in New Mexico. Jeez. I've said that word so many times. Even, even I couldn't bail you out. Yeah, I know. I, I have like, no I idea where he's going. going. Yeah. Uh, eviction moratorium. You have the uh, New Mexico governor uh, yeah. using a crisis, what they, what they call a crisis of gun violence, to overturn our Second Amendment rights. The student loan situation is another one of these where they were like, well, we had this crisis with COVID. We want to just spend $500 billion going completely around our system of government. In all these situations, they were completely convinced and knew personally that these were unconstitutional yeah. actions and did them anyway with the justification of crisis. Is this the road we're going down? And, and they do them knowing that the, the, the justice process, if it doesn't in fact work at all, it'll take two, three years mm -hmm. to fix it. And then, then it's already a done deal. And that itself is an erosion. I, I think we're going to live through a endless series of crises and again there's there's an upside to that because we're not skeptical and we're not going to buy the next one they're trying to do it yeah. on climate change they're trying to do it on guns they're trying to to fill in the blank whatever it is oh like i, I think ukraine is this like the next hitler um, right 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 I'm, i i never ever dismiss what a what a vicious awful human being uh putin is but um come on not everything is that crisis another one? And this this is this is perhaps more fundamental. We just uh, we have a documentary coming out in a couple days about a bar owner in D.C. who had the audacity to refuse uh, the mayor's um, vaccine passport mandates to go to a bar, and he's such a radically. He he tweeted, "Everybody is welcome. You were welcome yesterday, and you're welcome tomorrow." And they. They stripped him of his liquor license. They found health violations. They took his business license. They had him shut down like that. And one of the things you learn in that process that he had no day in court uh, because the courts were in a state of emergency. Mm. And when the courts aren't working, you can't get your day in court. This is a fundamental constitutional violation. So we, we think there's a potential to take this all the way to the Supreme Court to make sure that these emergency orders that were so abused um, never happen again. Yes. But it doesn't I, I, fix the collateral damage that already happened. Right, yeah, that stuff still exists and maybe never gets repaired entirely. And I do think that what you're talking about is really important. Like all of these things, the only thing that has separated us from what Madison defined as tyranny, like his definition of tyranny, all these powers, judicial, uh, executive, legislative, all in the hands of one person, is, was the definition from our founders of tyranny. That's what the New Mexico governor did, right? Took it all into our own hands and just kind of did it. Really didn't even try to justify it. Yeah. And yes, the courts seem to have shot this down. Uh, we've seen the same thing with the student loans and the eviction moratorium and all these things eventually get to the Supreme Court and get shot down. But that's all we have. It's the only line of defense at this point. They're just doing these things and a couple of seats change and we are in that situation where these guys can act and do whatever we want. Yeah. And the more, yeah, the, the more amorphous um, threat is not that a governor or a senator or even a president does that, but that some faceless, gray-suited bureaucrat from some alphabet agency that you've never heard of. Yeah. I was sorting through all of these national security. There's, there's uh, agencies I've never even heard of before <laughs> who were part of a cover-up to pretend that there was a consensus amongst uh, government agencies that it was, in fact a natural origin and not a lab leak. Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out that most of them actually believed it was a lab leak, and there's, there's, there's accusations from a, from a whistleblower about payola, 
at the CIA and yeah. like all this stuff, but you don't know who those guys are. Right. And you can't vote them out of office, so you have to take seriously the deep state, the administrative state, these, these appealing to experts at USAID. Like who, who knew who Anthony Fauci was? And all of a sudden, whatever he said goes. I, I just, it's terrifying. Yeah. And I really, you realize how, when you let a government get this big, how little control you have over the system that supposedly empowers the people. It really doesn't when you build it out like this and you have all these agencies and you have all these people who are unelected. We lose control. It's autopilot and mm. they're, like, they're like zombies. They just want one more thing, power and money, yeah. power and money. Yeah, just one more thing. Yeah. And then one more thing on top yeah. of that, one more thing. Uh, Matt Kibbe, president of Free the People and host of Kibbe on Liberty right here on Blaze TV. Where can people see this documentary? It sounds fascinating. Um, it'll be um, at freethepeople.org and all of our social media platforms, YouTube. Um, in about a week, it'll be out. All right, make sure to check it out. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the show, Matt. Thanks, man. It's funny, the same tyranny we were just talking about from so many of these you know, mainly blue state governors caused thousands and thousands and thousands of people to just basically run away. Like, I'm just going to move to another state. I'm going to move to another area. There's a mass migration that happened in this country over the past three years to states that seemingly prioritize freedom, at least to some degree. If you're one of those people who has moved or thinking about moving, you need a real estate agent on both sides of that transaction. When you're selling your home, when you're buying a home in the new place, especially when you go to a new place, you don't know anybody, right? Like you're just guessing. Don't guess. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Uh, this is a website that Glenn created a while ago when he was going through a tough spat with some mediocre real estate agents. And he wanted to find a real estate agent that could serve uh, him. And then also, no matter where you are, how can you get the best agent in that area? They've screened these people already. You find good people there. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a free service to you. Check it out now. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Eviction moratorium, eviction moratorium, eviction moratorium. I, I, I've said those three things together like 900 times on the show. Why would I forget? Eviction moratorium, student loan debacle, and the New Mexico gun thing. Those are the three exa the recent examples. I got to remember that. By the way, the, uh, I mentioned it briefly with Matt, and I don't know that I've brought you up to speed completely on, the, uh, on that news. The New Mexico uh, gun ban situation has been knocked down by the courts. Now, we talked about the attorney general wasn't going to enforce it. It had been knocked down even by, like, liberals. And, I mean, it, it really was incredible and encouraging that the left actually came out and said, okay, look, we want all the guns to go away, but you can't do it this way. You can do it. You can. I mean, you can get rid of all the guns in this country. You just need to amend the, the Constitution to get rid of the Second Amendment and start from there. It's a terrible process. You don't want to think about all the different steps to that process. It's going to be very messy if you try it. But in reality, you can technically uh, do it. Now, we talked about all these examples with Matt, and we didn't go back to maybe the OG of this, which was DACA. You remember this? This was the deferred action. It was that uh, uh, Obama era um, immigration reform where he said, I can't do this on my own. I'm going to do it on my own. It's that same pattern. It was kind of the test case for this. But a federal judge, again, has declared that DACA is illegal uh, with the issue likely to be decided by the Supreme Court. I really hope it gets to the Supreme Court. And once again, this whole process gets shot down. We need to find a way to get this to happen in less than a decade. You know, it needs to be quick and it needs to go away completely so that the, uh, these governors and legislators stop trying it. Slap them down. 
slap them down quickly and briskly and with real force because this has to stop and the Democrats just keep trying it over and over again. Eviction moratorium, eviction moratorium, eviction moratorium. Okay, what would it be like if all of a sudden the global medication supply chain of antibiotics just disappeared before our eyes? It's not something that I honestly I would have taken seriously until relatively recently. You know the worst can happen. Of course, there's the nuclear holocaust, zombie apocalypse, any of those things can happen. And you think, well, maybe I can't get antibiotics in that situation, but things are going to be so bad that it's not going to matter. Well, we've seen over the past few years that life goes on. Even when really bad things go on, uh, life continues. And if, uh, if your medication is not available, really bad things can happen. The Jace case from Jace Medical is a great way to keep yourself prepared for the worst. It's a pack of five different courses of antibiotics that you can use to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses uh, like respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and a whole lot more. It's ready to be, it's ready for you uh, to uh, get, you know, whether you're preparing for shortages or just travel. Uh, don't get caught underprepared. It's uh, jacemedical.com. Enter the code Stu at checkout. Uh, get a discount right now uh, at jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com. It's the Jace case from Jace Medical. Use the promo code Stu. I'm not a, like a mission statement guy. Like, I don't really like come up with like, this is what our what we're doing. This is our show. This is like what we stand for. I, I don't know. I, I find that stuff to be a little like a little office space for me. You know, I don't know. I don't typically like that stuff. But if we have a mission statement on the show, probably the closest thing is no matter where it happens on the globe, we will bring you every instance of idiots gluing themselves to things. We find that to be incredibly important that you know about all of them. And we missed this one from April, so we're going to write that wrong right now. Here's an idiot gluing themselves to a racetrack, and they try to pick him up, and ouch, 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 he's still glued. And you think, okay, well, now they're going to have to come out, and they're going to have to dig up the pavement and stop the race. And then this other guy comes over, another, and just they both pull as hard as they can and just rip his hand right off. Like an absolute moron. Why would you glue your... And by the way, the greatest part about this is it was an electric car race. I kid you not, an electric car race, this idiot climate protester decided to glue himself to the racetrack. Now, he's not the only climate protester that was doing something idiotic. We have another idiot gluing themselves to things. This one in Germany. And uh, while the picture is interesting because he's glued to this thing and the, there's a police officer there and just decides, you know what I'm going to do? He's going to pour oil all over this person. So you can see, just drenched him in, I don't know what kind of oil that is. It almost looks like cooking oil, but I don't know what kind of oil that was. It just drenched him in that. I don't know if that stopped or helped the situation all that much, but it was really satisfying to look at because these people who are the climate protesters are so annoying. Anything you can dump on them seems like a good idea. That's, I mean, that's just a, a personal policy. I don't know if that's legal or not, but it should be legal. I mean, Change the laws. Germany's had done all sorts of things that are way worse than that. So I think uh, <laughs> I think dumping oil on people who are glued to a, a, a surface is the least of their worries. By the way, Coke has a new flavor out. They're doing these um, 
this whole series of flavors called Creations is the name of them. And they've been, uh, we've gone through a bunch of them on the air because I like to tell you about the new soda inventions. This one, you know, some of them have been really good, some of them not so great. This one's called Y3000, Coca-Cola Y3000. The thing about it is it's apparently created by AI, which I guess is really just an attempt to exploit people's interest on, in artificial intelligence. Uh, can they make the perfect soda? I don't know. I, heard, I did talk to someone who tried it. They said it was fruity. And, like, humans came up with fruity flavors a long time ago. Uh, so I don't know how incredible that is. I will say it is incredible, uh, all the merch that we came up with. This one was also created by AI. It's called Bidenomics Strike Back. Uh, strikes Back. There it is. Uh, the Bidenomics Strikes Back line. If you're having economic problems, it's probably the fault of Bidenomics striking back in your life. You can get it at stewdoesmerch.com. Stewdoesmerch.com. The code is stew 10 We also have the uh, anyone but Biden in 24 all the merch is there as well. We just added the uh, new cold beverage cups. You're going to like those as well. Check them out now.